there is no secret formula for scaling customer support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new HubSpot Service Hub, bringing service and support together in one platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with AI-powered help desk, all so you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. On today's show, we are coming in hot with some AI marketing hacks, and these are hacks that you've never seen anywhere before. You're going to want to stick around to the very end because each of these examples are things you can do today to grow your business. I'm your co-host, Kit Bodner, Chief Marketing Officer at HubSpot. I'm joined by my co-host, Kieran Flanagan, who's the Chief Marketing Officer over at Zapier, and this is Marketing Against the Grain, your show for marketing-minded people everywhere. Okay, Kieran, our WhatsApps have been on fire. I got a WhatsApp from you being like, the show today is going to be long because I got a lot of great examples. (laughs) You basically went ham on the assignment, which was go play with all the AI tools and come back with some amazing marketing hacks. And you know what? That's not even the biggest thing that's going to happen today because, Kieran, you and I, we're giddy with excitement around all the examples we have. And you know Kieran's excited when we come into the pre-show and he's like, I got to start the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I got to. Like, got you can't kick off things. today's show. Like, <laughs> I got to start it. And so, Kieran, I'm going to let you start it. You asked nicely and kindly. It's partly because uh, I had a very first today. You know that I am a routine-based human, right? So very routine-based, yeah. do the same things, have the same drinks. I have drunk coffee, and for all of these snobs, I get it. It is not good coffee, but I have my Starbucks. It is my, like... <laughs> obsessive compulsive disorder. Once I do one thing, I can never not do that thing Fine. ever again. It's just part of my personality. But I will tell you that I have been drinking Starbucks since I first started the HubSpot 2013, right? That's because yeah. it was a Starbucks right beside the office and I would go in really early. I would get my Starbucks. That's how I started my day. So for 13 years, I have been having a Americana with soy milk. That's it. That's it. Okay. I've never right. not okay. had. I've never not had that. Wow! Literally, never really not living, had that. Living a crazy and today, life over there. I hear all of this talk, mostly from Americans, about pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, PSL, baby! <laughs> That's no, all I ever hear at Halloween. You didn't go off the reservation so and have a PSL. Did I you? had one, and Jesus Christ. How much sugar do you guys like and stuff? It's like diabetes in a glass, uh, I hear. Never I feel, had a cup of coffee in my whole life, so I have no... I part, so I partly feel giddy, partly feel sick, but I want to start... So you're just totally wired on sugar right now. I'm wired on sugar. I don't, and, I don't you, know much sugar. Did you hate, like, or love the PSL? I equally enjoyed drinking it, and I feel disgusting after <laughs> drinking it. Like, I actually think I might go take a shower <laughs> to, to just, like, soak out the sugar sweats. <laughs> I just cannot believe go, that a single drink of sugar. You're going to have to cancel a meeting and go get in the sauna I've got and my detox sauna. from the PSL. Maybe. I was like, wow, I actually am equally parts enjoying this and also feeling very, very nauseous as I drink this drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I want to okay, get into the so very first thing. So now we're on thing. a pumpkin spice latte fueled AI bender right now. Go ahead, kick us All off. Right. So I love everything about AI. People know that about me. And so when we were going to do this episode, I was like, wow, I've been up at 10 p.m. to midnight the last two nights, just playing with it, figuring out what it can do. So I wanted to start with a brand campaign. So I'm a good marketer. I come up with good strap lines. I can do equal parts creativity, equal parts science. That's not being boastful, but it's like years of practice. So I'm going to set up with like a cool tagline that I came up with. And then I decided to use AI to be my brand 
creative partner, right? Okay. Oh, I like this. So this is AI as your creative partner. AI as a creative partner. Is AI going to be any good as a creative partner? And so the strap line is basically, it's a play on words. So Zapier recently launched a product called Tables. Tables plus our workflow tool allows you to automate much more scalable and scalable ways within your company, right? And it actually allows you to replace Google Sheets. It's much more reliable than having Google Sheets. So I have this strap line, which is Zapier automates the sheet out of work, right? Zapier oh, automates. I always on. love it when somebody there plays with a naughty word for a brand campaign tagline. I'm, I'm in on it. So I'm like, yo. I mean, if that strap line is not a testament to your marketing genius, come on. I, don't, I don't know what it is. Automates the sheet out of work? The sheet out of, come on. <laughs> come on. How good is come that? Come on. And so I split tested these things as well, right? Because I'm also part growth. And so I didn't want to just use one AI partner. I used the ChatGPT Bing for these two things because Bard can't do images yet for me anyway. And so I'm like, hey, you're an incredible brand creative partner. Can you help me take this and create a billboard? Because I want to do above the line and below the line. Create a billboard, show me how it looks on a bus, and actually show me how it looks as a digital ad. And by the way, did you know there's a study that was released? First of all, you know I like breathwork. I'm team breathwork. There was a study too. that was released that if you tell the AI to breathe, take its time, it will actually perform tasks better. Did you see that study? <laughs> I love it. The AI also enjoys meditation. Oh, we all need to breathe. Even machines need to breathe, it turns out. So you can see every time I do it, for people on the RSS, this is definitely a better episode on YouTube. We'll make it good for YouTube, but if you want to oh, go yeah. check go out Go to YouTube, YouTube, and if you love the video, please hit subscribe on YouTube. Leave us a comment of your favorite example. But I love that you actually, in your prompt, breathe. tell the AI, breathe. You've, You've got, got this. this. <laughs> We're going to do great. Yeah. I'm a good AI partner. All right, so where you do are. we start? All right, so I'm going to go through the images. I'm going to go show you this and show you Bing because they're okay. equally part terrible. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, so here is my billboard. First of all, I like Zappar automats the sheet out of work and then this random tables QR code. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the tables QR code isn't great. I'm not going to uh, lie, it's uh, not great. And nobody loves half a billboard of an open laptop either. I don't know. Like, you could probably run the bus creative. Bus it's not bad awful. creative. And then this is quite for the digital ad. You're like, what the hell? This is a oh, lot of stuff. Uh, learn oh, more. Oh, that is like the least legible digital ad ever. To learn more. Okay, it gets better. So I'm like, come on, AI. We can do better than this. I give it some additional guidance. But just like you would any designer or person, right. the you first iterate. rev is not going to be good. We know no. that, right? Hopefully the second rev is better or you would fire that person. Well, guess what? The second rev is worse. Well, <laughs> the AI second rev wasn't as good. So I tell it to take some inspiration from Coke and Pepsi, right? Here, take mm -hmm. some inspiration. These are really great creative ad. They're used very good creative ad agencies. Let's do this again. I tell it, you don't need to mention tables. The strap line covers that for us. I think it thinks that Zapier is a washing up liquid in the second iteration. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually kind of like this. I'm not going to lie to you. One, I love the colors oh, sheet out of work. The colors are pretty cool, but it gets weirder. Okay, this is the bus. Zapper automates the sheet out of work. I think it's getting the sheet part as like a bed sheet, oh, maybe. Yeah, so it's, it's got like the you, nighttime. Yeah. So did you prompt it to say that the sheet was in reference to Google Sheets, not a physical sheet? I, that is actually pretty good. I should have done that. Because the third one is like on the, the tablet. You're blaming AI and you just gave it a bad, bad brief, prompts. bro. You just gave it a bad brief. Zapier as a washing up liquid. All right. So anyway, I'm going right, to do, do one more. I can do one more because that's AI actually- AI does the, not get your puns, man. You got to explain the puns. So it gets better. I'm going to show you how I got better. Okay, okay. But I want to show you one last one of, of the funny ones because I actually did it on Bing. So the Bing ones are not bad. Yeah. It actually grabs this from Zapier's website, the screenshot, okay. and puts it onto the billboard. I don't know what is going on with the 
text. Yeah, the text and everything is. This bananas. one is actually not too bad, right? No, it's not bad. Look at this. Yeah, it's got the sheet. It's got the little thing to automate. Now, the bust ones of these are hilarious. <laughs> okay, I got to see them. I got to see them. <laughs> it's like Zapier automates a sheet out of work with this dude. I don't know what he is actually doing. He looks like he's doing something around a calendar. They get better. This one is kind of cool, but it's got Zapier toilets in it. <laughs> what? Look, what? See in the bus headline, Zapier toilets. It's actually a pretty cool graphic. So you're it's, saying Bing got your sh- joke better yeah, yeah, than... Yeah, 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 that's true, actually. <laughs> better than chat that, GPT, Bing's got the basically, shit is what that, you're that's saying. That's actually really good, actually. It's got the sh- joke, and then this one is... It, it got it, and chat GPT didn't. Okay, Bing was a little better at the subtlety well, of your so joke. So then I give it more specifics, right? I say create a strap line, yeah. create a billboard, create a strap line, show that uh, Sheets is floating up in the sky, a happy person is pressed and automate on their laptop. And so... This actually is pretty good, right? This is like a, a, a billboard. Well, it turns out when you actually brief the AI yeah, like a I real know. marketer, it actually does something pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I know. Come so on. Exactly. So briefs do matter. So this here is actually not usable, but not too far, like not too degree. It's not bad. Not bad. So the more specific you can be, it's actually phenomenal yeah. how good of a job it can be as but, a but creative way, partner. But if you were a marketer before, you would have had to give a design team, what, a week or two? Or you have to have hire a creative agency to come and create a bunch of concepts and do a dog and pony show. And you did all of this in like an hour. I did this half an hour. And I could refine this way more, right? I could actually, I've got this version here. Within a couple hours, you could have usable creative. You could have usable creative. Which is is going from weeks to hours. That is one of the game changers of AI is the just the rapid ability to execute and going from weeks to hours is pretty freaking incredible. I don't know what's going on in the text in Dali. I need to look that up because it cannot spell properly, even though I give it the spelling. Well, you know why? Because that's one of the core bugs around copyright and stuff of Dali, of the original uh, Dali. I think they yeah, fixed yeah. it in Dali 3. Bing isn't using Dali 3 yet, which is part of the challenge, but that's just a weird side note. Okay, that was good. So what we're saying is AI is a good creative partner if you brief it, keep you iterating, need to brief just it like you would with humans, by the way. Yeah. You have lots of design rounds and briefs and iteration. AI needs the same thing. Okay, where do I want to start, Karen? I got some good ones. I'll start here. I have AI as your marketing consultant slash like marketing strategist. Okay, so did you watch season three of Lupin? I've never watched Lupin, and I know that I should. Oh. I know that got, I should. You, for, I know that first I should. of all, like, put cancel your plans for this weekend. Go watch Lupin on Netflix. It's an amazing French heist show. It's incredible. I'm watching the Tupac documentary. Huh? So did you watch the Defiant ones? The documentary, no. the Defiant ones, the music documentary? It's the best music documentary ever made. They made a- they Oh, yeah, made the, a, do, the Dr. Dre, Jimmy yeah. Ivy one. Yes, yeah, 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 I did. It's incredible. Yeah, they made a new one around Tupac, and it is incredible. All right, okay. So I got to watch that. So I'll watch so Lupin, Lupin you watch that. is the show about a thief. He pulls off the greatest heists in the world. And Netflix ran an ad campaign, Kieran. And this is one of the ads. Oh, that's cool. That's super cool. You're like, oh, that is a freaking good ad. And if you're listening to the podcast on audio, you should go to YouTube. But I'm going to explain. It's a picture of a man's wrist and arm with an imprint of a watch that's missing that's been stolen. And it's to promote the season premiere of Lupin, which premiered a couple weeks ago. So Kieran, what did I do? I asked ChatGPT. I was like, what makes this ad for Netflix show Lupin like so good? Why does this work? And you know what it did? It broke down for me why the ad was so good. So I could recreate a similar type of ad for my business 
or AKA I could get the briefing right for what you just did, right? This would be like the pre-step to what right. you just showed, right? You would take some of your favorite ads. Ooh, you would use I will try that tonight. chat GPT to tell you what about them was good. And then basically take all of what it feeds you back into prompt yes. for the ad campaign that you are trying to build. I love that. Right? This is the workflow that's pretty amazing. So go and just gather three to five great ads and then ask ChatGPT to break down for you. And so here it's simplicity, mystery. It caught the subtlety of the mystery and like the emotion that it was trying to draw. Brand association even picks up that the golden crown is like for luxury. It didn't call out that it's like supposed to be like a Rolex illusion, but like, man, it got all the subtlety. It got the clear call to action. What I love about ChatGPT too, it forces you to get the basics right, right? It's like, oh, it told you when the show was coming out. That's really important. Right. You know, it told you where to watch the show. Like those are marketing basics that it's easy for you to get excited about an idea and forget the basics. And this really helped get the basics right. And so what I love in this example is this is one of the first things you're going to want to do. If you're using AI to build a brand campaign, to build ads, to build creative of any kind, start with this step. Take some of the best work, find the common elements, and then make sure that those common elements are included in the new work and the new campaign that you create. I love that. All right. So this is ChatGPT as like your David Ogilvy. He's like your advertising consultant via AI to show you what your ad campaign, what your creative, what your messaging should really be. Right. You could stitch both our flows together, probably yes. using like AutoGPT, where you can actually ask it to take a bunch of ads, provide a bunch of best practice recommendations, and then call another agent and create the image and pass the best practice recommendations and then actually have the output. This is where we're going, right? Like go find exactly. this. I actually did try this on my brand example that I showed you through Bing and Dally, which is I said, hey, you're a brand creative and you've done campaigns for Nike, Apple, Airbnb. That's your style. Simplistic, elegant, concise. Love that. Take that style and then apply it to this concept. Now, it couldn't do that. I think maybe because I mentioned brand names and it got confused that it was some copywriting. But I think in the future, we're going to be able to do exactly what you just did, which is, hey, take these ads and then take this idea apply best practices and give me output. And that is going to be an incredible game changer. It's going to improve game changer. the quality of execution of marketing across the board in the world significantly. And you can get ahead. This is all free. We're all doing this with free or $20 a month tools. This is not expensive. And you can do this right now. And if you adopt these tools and just change your workflow with them right now, it will change the game and level up your output. Okay. Kieran, what do you got next? I'll stick to the brand messaging slash positioning oh, okay. this is a good for ChatGPT. So the thing I started to use it for yesterday is storytelling frameworks. Oh, I Take love that. well-known storytelling frameworks and tell the story of your brand through those frameworks. So the one I really wanted to try was Pixar because I think Pixar is a great way to like create a first version of your product narrative. I don't think you'll use it anywhere externally, but internally, it is a great way to think about your product narrative. Again, breathe. Take 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm going to steal your breathing. So prompt. I told it, first of all, to describe the Pixar storytelling framework. This is a pretty famous framework where you actually tell the story of your brand and product through this framework. And it goes like once upon a time, every day until one day, because of that, because of that, until finally, right? That is the, mm -hmm. the way you tell that story. And so I got it to tell the story of Zapier through that. So once upon a time, I won't read all of this out, but some of the cool things it did say is like, it got the until one day, they basically 
Every day they spend hours moving data between apps, setting up manual reminders and trying to ensure that no task fell through the cracks and went on and on and on. And then until one day they discovered Zapier's workflow automation tool, it promised a world where apps talked to each other seamlessly and manual tasks were a thing of the past. Like it really started to nail this. And then because of that, right, they started connecting their favorite tools, talked about the fact that marketers got better, salespeople got better, ops folks had better data consistency. Then it said, because of that, days became more productive. They reclaimed hours in their week, which they now spend on strategic plan and relationship building and innovating. So it took mundane and elevated. You couldn't have even written it this good. I couldn't have written this good, right? The quality of their work improved. They felt more in control of their tools rather than being controlled by them. And then until finally... Zapier's workflow automation tool became a trusty sidekick. Really nailed it. And I actually iterated a bunch of times and it got better each and every time. Nailed it. Okay, but I could not leave it there, right? I of just course could you couldn't. There. I had to turn this into a Pixar storyboard. Love it. Because like, what better thing could you do than start to try to create a storyboard around this for the team? So I wanted to send it to the product marketing team. I actually sent it to the exec team as well to show them, hey, this is what a Pixar story looks like for Zapier. So... It does, it does a pretty good job. This is the first, you know, once upon a time. This is pretty good. Right? This is yep. the, the marketers and salespeople. It's a, just a chaotic office. If you're on the RSS feed, again, first thing is like once upon a time, setting up that scene, the way it sets up the scene is it shows this chaotic office, but it's in like very Pixar style. Then it has the everyday, they're surrounded by chaos, right? Surrounded by the swirling papers, surrounded by all of these chores, all of these tasks. Until one day, this is the uh, Zapier light, right? They all find the light, the Zapier light. (laughs) The uh, thing that I realize is, yeah, because of copyright, it can't use our logo. I don't know in the enterprise version, I must check, can you actually feed it your logo and images? I believe you can, yes. And then this is really cool. I thought this was so cool. So like Pixar, did you ever see the Pixar cartoon in your head where like it shows you your control? So this is like, you as a human being freed and all of these are little versions of you doing all of the work for you, right? So it's like you are- That's pretty cool. Right, watch as miniature superhero versions of themselves tackle tasks efficiently. And then the last- That's real good, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's real good. I'm glad I'm a marketer now and not 20 years from now. This is what happens after all of that. Look at the office, it's bright, there's innovation, there's a lot of sticky notes. It doesn't create innovation with sticky notes. And then this is so cool, right? What actually happens? What should you do in B2B marketing? Brand positioning. Your entire job is to get someone promoted. That is it. Yeah. Your entire job is to sell the benefits. The benefit is to the individual. The individual's career is their benefit. It shows you this end state where all of these people, I think they're drinking either a whiskey or let's say orange juice. But in the background, there's all these accolades because they've had time to accelerate their career because Zapier has taken the workload off them. I mean, come on. That's real good. That is so good, right? I think as a product positioning expert, what I did that worked really well is I set up the framework. So I asked it to describe the framework. I told it part of the frameworks that were applicable and not applicable. When I talked about the Pixar storytelling framework, I was like, okay, keep these parts. These parts are not as applicable to a technology brand and then just let it tell the story and then convert that into a storyboard. And the storyboard is kind of for fun, but I did send it to the product marketing team because I thought, hey, like this is a fun version. No, it's it's not bad, dude. Right. In terms of like a starting point and it's good. And you did the right thing of prompting it with like the Pixar framework and giving it the anchor in that was the magic of this, right? Right. Like because you were able to tell it how you wanted this story to appear, it was able to do a much better job of telling a clear story, which I think the story is exceptionally clear and like gets the value prop of Zapier across very directly. That's the part I was amazed by. Like it really nailed the 
mundane tasks, automation, you can work on innovation because you can work in innovation. Your office is happier, which we all agree with. You're doing much better work and you have people with better accolades. The other one that I would use this for, and I'm going to do it over the weekend, is I would create a sales pitch deck based upon Andy Raskin's framework or April Dunford's framework and actually give it that information and ask it to create a five to 10 page or slide pitch deck. So I'm going to do that over the weekend because I think that one will work really well as well. I totally agree. We'll be right back. But before, let me tell you about another podcast I love. Nudge, hosted by Phil Agnew, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Ever noticed how the smallest changes can have the biggest impact? On Nudge, you learn simple evidence-backed tips to help you kick bad habits, get a raise, grow a business. Every bite-sized 20-minute show comes packed with practical advice. Nudge is fast-paced, but it's still insightful with real-world examples that you can apply. Oh, and it's the UK's fastest growing business podcast. If you want an MBA's worth of insight one podcast, this is the right show for you. Entrepreneurs will love this show because it's filled with repeatable proven studies, not hearsay and one-off success stories. You're going to love the show because I was interviewed by Phil. You can go check out my episode. And I recently listened to an awesome episode. It's called Six Scientifically Proven Persuasion Techniques. It's a must listen for anyone in marketing. Listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, that was a really good example. AI, especially ChatGPT, which is what you use as your positioning and storytelling consultant. Love that one. Okay, Kieran, I'm going to show you an example of using AI to fix what I think is the biggest problem among marketers. What do you think gives marketers more anxiety than anything else? Oh, I'm not going to get this right because I have... Um, so. Lack, the of, lack of data. Human. This is the actual human, which is hard for you because I know you and humans <laughs> I don't are, actually are, are, find are any. 50, 50, I have to say, someone asked me this human. before. I, we were having like a real conversation and they were like, oh, I get so much anxiety about this part and that part of my double. Like I've literally never, I feel bad. I've never yeah, so had. What, what did they tell you? What, 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 where do they have that anxiety? Lack of data, fear of being wrong, fear of looking fear stupid. Fear of being wrong. That's the big That's like, thing Same here. thing as lack of data, right? We use data as a crutch. Well, right. Because first of all, dirty secret, everybody. Marketing is subjective, it is not objective, right? Marketing is what we think. There is no actual perfectly right answer. And because of that, a lot of people, especially if they're earlier in their career, maybe short on confidence that day, they're gonna have anxiety and fear, right? And so Kieran, why not instead have AI be your critic? So I did something. I took a screenshot of the HubSpot homepage. I uploaded that to ChatGPT and I said, give me feedback about my website. How could I change the design or rewrite the text to get more sales leaders to sign up for our free CRM product, right? So you could imagine like you're working on the HubSpot website or any website and you're like, crap, I got to have a meeting with the CMO. I got to do all this stuff. Like I got to make sure I get everything right. Well, your very first line of feedback can be from AI that is essentially emotionless, right? It's like it has no bearing on your life. And you know what? The feedback was good. And what blew me away here, Kieran, is number two on the list. Color palette. The orange color seems dominant and attention grabbing. Suitable for CTAs, however, ensure it's not overpowering and it's consistent with your branding. How many times have we had a debate about orange sometimes being too overpowering? (laughs) A lot. Like literally, like it's been like a year of my life debating the color orange. I remember when I uh, first redesigned the HubSpot website, 
And I think you were like, hey, go and fix the website. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do whatever I want. You're like, cool, do whatever you want. And I was like, okay, here's my big idea. And this was back in the early days where like HubSpot <laughs> was way this. more like a media company than anything else. You wouldn't really know what we did. I was like, hey, can you just like tell people what we do? <laughs> that, what do you like? Just like literally tell people we sell software. That's it. That's, that's the only thing. Totally. But there was a lot of uh, design talk about, well, how much orange do we need to have to tell people what we sell? Well, right. Exactly. Like these are real things that like all of these elements that it's calling out for design feedback. And what's interesting, right, is I asked for both design and copy feedback. And so it broke it out into two different sections. And so it gives us really good design feedback. The color palette thing, I think, was the most interesting. And then on the content feedback, it goes pretty deep, right? And so it's like, it's attacking the headline just straight from yeah, the bat. I love that it took Grow this better off. with HubSpot. It's catchy, but might be more effective to directly address the pain points of sales leaders. For instance, streamline your sales process with HubSpot. It's not wrong. That's cool. That's right? cool. I actually have an example coming up where I try to do something similar where it's not just giving you generic no. advice. This is the real game changer recently that people don't realize is that maybe three months ago, you would have asked it that question and it would have given you five generic tips. Generic sh- Now it's giving yeah. you tips based upon the actual thing it can index and analyze. And that is huge. Yeah, and it's got some good things. It's like on the offer, specifically state the free tools advantages and why you want to do that over the premium product, right? Like, this is good feedback. It's good copywriting. If I'm the person working on this homepage, like, this is helpful. Yeah, super helpful. Right? Super helpful. I would listen and do a bunch of this stuff. And by the way, it's going to remove all of the fear because you're going to do this, you're going to iterate, and then you're going to come to like a human review process with a clear point of view. You will have made significant changes because part of the biggest challenge in marketing is you're like, I'm afraid to be wrong, so I'm just going to like, Iterate just a tiny bit on what we're currently doing versus like, oh no, I'm going to come with a very different approach to what we're doing. Okay. Do you want me to give you the business idea? And I will actually pause it by saying either I actually may do this idea because it's such a good idea. You might do this idea and we may just go do this together. Or right, a, a listener should do this idea and please do reach out to me. I honestly will invest. I've invested in one other listener's idea. <laughs> okay, so, so either we're doing this or we're investing right. in somebody else to we do We talked this. about this before, so it's not a new idea. I've talked about doing this before, but what would make what you just did 10X? What would make it 10X is if you had an assistant trained to act like the persona that you sell to, yes. and then you asked it the exact tips on how does this resonate with that person. And so you had a VP of sales bot, and then I could put the page into the VP of sales bot. And I would say, what parts of this page resonate to you because our software helps VP of sales in this way and what parts of the page does not resonate with you. So it's character.ai for B2B and those B2B assistants can help you actually make your marketing completely on point for the persona that you are trying to attract, engage, and acquire. That is an incredible idea. Someone should 100% do that. And if you are doing that, reach out to us. As you said that, I just tweeted who's building the B2B version of character.ai. There you go. <laughs> I want to know. There's a check it's, waiting. That's how good of the idea it is. There's a check waiting. It is waiting. such a freaking great idea. I've got That a, is like a $100 million idea. You just gave away for free. I give it away for free. But the law of reciprocity, go on, you say it. The law of reciprocity. I expect someone to come with me and ask me for a check so I can get in on the action. Yeah, you, you want to share the reapings of the idea. I want to share the success. reapings. I love it. Let's do it. I thought it'd be kind of cool to show your example, my example on copywriting, because I tried it on um, very similar in Bard. Yours is way better. I actually was trying to get Bard to do something very similar where I'm like, hey, take this page from Zapier and like specifically tell me the parts you want to change to make the copy better based upon like yeah. an actual copywriting tip. 
What I thought was really funny was basically, yeah, I just give me a like pseudo f you, right? So <laughs> it does this first. I love it when AI yeah. just. So I'll just show you how it does it. You. I'll show you how it does it. So the first time it comes through, I'm like, it gives actually really good advice. Now, Bard, one thing I have realized, because everything that I've shown you, I'm showing you on one chat engine, but I did them in all three. Mm -hmm. And so I split tested them because I'm a geek. I will say ChatGPT is far more accurate. Hallucinates far less yes. than Bard. So Bard I tells me that. like the Zapier homepage says, automate your workflow, save time and grow business is too generic. We don't say this Bard, okay? <laughs> Just so you know, we're not that generic. And then it does actually give some good headlines. Like I like to get more done without working hard or some other things. Anyway, we've done copywriting, so I won't spend too long on this, but I wanna show you. I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. It's got some interesting things in here. Again, somewhat applicable to the page, like it's grabbed information from the page. A lot of the times it's hallucinated. We actually don't have the things that told me on the page. But then I'm like, okay, well, can you do this again? But this time, can you actually provide recommendation based upon some of the best known copywriters? Ooh, I like this. And so I'm like, give me a new set of recommendations and tell me why you've recommended that based upon like a well-known copywriter, like why a well-known copywriter would tell me to change this. And what it did was just give me the exact same tips and then just bolt on a copywriter said you should do this and made up the reason the copywriter told me I should do this. So like on the headline, it, go, it gave me the same tip around the headline. And then it said, because David Algavi once said, the headline is the oh, most important on. sentence you'll ever write. GTFO Bard, come on. David Algavi, who died in 1999, because he said, this is because the headline is the first thing that people will see when they visit a website. I don't think he said that. And they give me a bunch of other quotes from copywriters. I looked them up. None of these copywriters said that. All right, like, Kieran, my other example, is related to this copywriting. And I believe we were both using the wrong AI engine. Mm, you have definitely AI engine, Claude. Don't tell me Claude, because I can't use it. I'm gonna be really jealous. You can't use Claude? No, because I'm an EU and the EU is run by a bunch of old bureaucrats. So I am doing a deep cut for our B2B friends today. And you know what I did, Kieran? You got Claude, mofo. I got Claude. I'm using Claude, which is Anthropic's AI assistant. And with Claude, you can upload PDFs, you can give it a lot of text and it can handle a much higher length of awesome. training and input, right? So you know what I did, Kieran? I got a Gartner sales report. Oh, interesting. Wow, I would love to read that. I got a Gartner <laughs> sales report. Don't worry, Gartner, it's like a year old. I'm not doing anything sketchy with your sales reports, but a report on sales software and what sales leaders should be doing and evaluating in their sales software. Cool. And then I uploaded a PDF version of the HubSpot sales hub product page. Mm, you're doing the B2B characters AI manually. I'm doing it manually. And I prompted, I said, hey, I've attached these PDFs, one's from Gartner, one's of sales. Can you write me a thousand word white paper for a head of sales for a 500 person company as why HubSpot is the best sales software for high growth, 500 employee business? Did the AI right? say, I want to be a creative white paper? <laughs> <laughs> Stop making me write white papers. No, all the humans probably would have said that, but AI, listen to me, it's great. But then I realized that prompt wasn't very good. And so I was like, oh, I need you to rewrite it because you need to reference the key points from the Gartner document and why HubSpot actually solves them. Love it. Right? And so then it revises this entire white paper about why HubSpot is the ideal sales software for high growth, mid-sized companies. And it, it even starts with, as a head of sales, reviewing the latest sales technology landscape from Gartner. It's clear you need software that's solving for improving sales productivity and providing a quality seller experience. Pretty cool. I mean, this is pretty awesome, right? Like if you're a field marketer at some boring B2B company, this is a game changer for you. 
This would have taken Wait, you. Sorry, did you just say if you're a field marketer at a really boring B two B company? Of course. <laughs> I just imagine some of the listeners truly inspired by those words. <laughs> oh, that's me. I'm a B two B marketer at a really Look, boring company. If you're like in some telecom company, and you're like. I am the marketer for the UK for this boring <laughs> telecom company, but we're number one on the telecom quadrant, baby. Then they're having to write all these boring white papers. They are having to. At least yes. they're going to be good, and it's going to take them like an hour instead of like days or weeks. AI is best served taking away your mundane task so you can do higher purpose work. Come on, you got to admit, this is a good use This case. is like what I'm getting at, which is like, first of all, let's go through this three stages I think we went through. First stage was we would just say to AI, provide me some copywriting tips for this brand. And it would just spit out the generic tips, right? Yeah. Now what we're showing and what you've shown multiple times, and I've shown some examples of, it can actually take the page and pull it apart. It could tell you about the color palette of the HubSpot page. Exactly. That is ridiculous and provide recommendations to that level. The third to me is we can pass in data. When we say like you're this and you're that, but we'll actually be able to train it on a subset of data to say, no, you're actually a CMO in companies of like 500 plus employees. And this is what you should behave like. This is and what you care about. And we know you read these specific research reports. Right. And we are going to package our product for somebody who not only this is what you want, but this is who you look for to set the standard of what you buy. Right. Like that's a game changer. And that's where I think, Claude really comes in and is differentiated versus these other AI tools that we've used so far today. So I can get into some performance marketing. Ooh, let's do I want to do a little performance marketing. And actually, Bard, I performed ChatGPT. So I was basically giving it a page and saying, like, how can I optimize this better based upon SEO, right? SEO tips. Like, yeah. give me the tip and then tell me exactly what I should change on this page and why. So I give it a page from Zapier. Again, I told it, take a 10 second breath. You've got this. I feel good for you, AI. Me and you are partners in this. And it browsed the page and it gave me like generic tips, right? Like all of these tips it gave me were pretty generic. So I actually went to, I actually had this thing where it just stopped giving me tips halfway through. And I'm like, should I keep waiting? Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it came back and said, I apologize. Your satisfaction is my priority. I will hear. It. So anyway, but I went to Bard. Man, Bard was really good. It actually analyzed the page and pulled out things like the title tag on that page. It actually pulled out things. I'm like, geez, I would actually change all of this. So right? <laughs> You're like, I would actually, I'm pretty good at SEO and I yeah. would change this. The title tag on the page was like, how Zapier works. It was saying like, how Zapier connects your apps and automates your workflows. I was like, that's pretty good. Like it pulled out the meta description, right? It actually told me yeah. that the meta description could be much more specific. Give me a better example. It told me to optimize my headings and subheadings on the page. The subheadings we had was like, what is Zapier? How does apps work and benefits of using Zapier? What I loved about what it got right here is it talked about, hey, you should change the benefits of using Zapier for your business. They start to make it much more specific so that person knows that this is for them. Talked about backlinks. It didn't have a lot in backlinks and talked about mobile friendly. And I could use the Google mobile friendly. So again, this is another example of it actually being able to like pull out things from a page and actually show you exactly like why you should make those changes. If you were a business that didn't even have an SEO consultant working for you, I would say that this is probably better than 80% of the SEO agencies Heck you'll get yes. for cheap costs. Like that's how good this stuff is becoming. This is better than most low-end SEO consultants for okay. sure. I wanted to show you a drip campaign, which is the thing we've talked about before. And then I want to give you a quick preview of what we've used it for within Zapier. So this is what I've talked about before. Now, the way I think about 
OpenAI in this context is it's like a playground for me. So I'm like trying to get the content <laughs> correct and then I will integrate it into like Zapier and other tools to automate it, right? So you should try to perfect it here in terms of the prompt and then you can start to automate it through Zapier and other tools. So what the prompt here is, is basically think about this as an email. So someone comes in and we grab their role and we grab their tech stack automatically. And I'm trying to personalize that email for them. So I'm saying, hey, like you're a marketing professional, you're in a SaaS business. This is the technology you use. Return the top three workflows we can automate for you with, with a brief description of why and no other information. So this is me just trying to figure out, yeah. can I pull from your tech stack and your role automations that are actually applicable to you? It does a really good job, right? It pulls out lead management and nurturing, talks about how you can integrate Typeform and HubSpot through Zapier. Pulls out social media monitoring and engagement, talks Love about this. how you can use Zapier and Hootsuite and Asana to track all things there. Conversion rate optimization talks about how you can use Hotjar and Unbounce via Zapier to automate a bunch of stuff there. So Here, we're doing this right now with the API, the OpenAI API to right. generate emails exactly. very similar to this, obviously for HubSpot. And uh, we're about to launch and it's like the early preview of all this stuff. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, like even- It's very good. And so the, and the other thing is the API is actually better than the interface, just so people know. If you're using ChatGPT, the API is more accurate. So when you actually integrate yes. it into your backend workflow, it'll be better. But the thing I told it here, okay, so I've got the email correct. Like it's it's pretty good, it's too long. And what I actually asked it to do was like create a personalized email to uh, Mary Jane, give it some information about who Mary Jane is, talked about the fact that those three workflows are fine, but you need to make them fun, punchy. I asked it to talk to Mary like it was their best friend. Like just talk, this is you having <laughs> yeah. a conversation with Mary, it's too formal. And then basically we need to get Mary on a meeting, right? And so it does a version of it. For some reason, the first version, it, it went like, it went into kind of Lord of the Rings mode and said like. <laughs> Kieran, I do have this conspiracy theory that like all these AI models are kind of fantasy dorks. Yeah, I think like, that's what's happening, you, right? You do get some like Lord of the Rings and fantasy type stuff sometimes just thrown in randomly. Yeah, like I know, like Mary's, the AI's best friend, it's like, hey, spread some pixie dust, all of these kind of things, right? Like, <laughs> I'm like, no. So again, I say, shorten it, write the email as if it's your best friend. And I said, the feeling they should get is that they've just discovered something amazing. Does a great job, right? This next one is really good. Actually, really personal, feels like your best friend, feels like copy written for you. Not what most marketers write. Most marketers and salespeople, people, your emails suck, right? They are not personal. So bad. They are still generic. It's 2023, up-level your game. But I wanted to get to the last part. So first email, wow, look at how it's actually shortened all of the workflows. Yeah, it's a nice email. It's punchy. Then I say, no, I'm just a small business, right? I don't have a lot of resources. I say, create a drip email campaign. Spread it out across two weeks. Have delays between each emails and write all three emails. It does a really good job. Look, the second email, your shortcut to marketing paradise, it basically says, circling back, oh, like Zapier, shall we chat? And the, what you see what it does each time, the third email, the last one, look how abbreviated it is. It understands to yeah. shorten each email because that person hasn't it engaged. It understands the user behavior. Yeah. Which is the subtlety here, which last is Last call to amazing. board the Zapier Express. Look, little icon. So I thought that was super cool. So basically... You're using it with the API. We're doing the same thing, integrating this into all of our workflows and lifecycle flows. It's really, really good. The last thing I'll just show you is, this is an example of how you can start to integrate it into your product. You've heard me talk about the AI concierge yeah. before. Shout out to the growth team in Zapier working on lots of incredible things. This is an example of like an AI first experience of how you use a software product. Oh, that's cool. So you can see it 
taken information from someone who just wants to like, I don't know what to build. I'll just build this workflow. And it actually is able to start to build the workflow for you, right? Whatever you tell it, I want to take leads from here, put them here, enrich them with this, and then actually send them here. And it can understand natural language and it can just conversate with you and create all of those things on the fly. So when you first come into the product, instead of the usual click, 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 trying to figure out like, how do I actually use this tool? You can just do all of that through natural language, right? Yeah. It's not just for showing sure. you where to go to get these workflows. It's building the workflows in real time for you. The what fact it, that it's building it for you is the magic right. trick and that's and happening. It, then it just like connects you to it. So that's an example for performance marketing. It actually is pretty good on the search tips, like some actual good things yeah. there you can integrate. It can really personalize those emails. And then I think at some point really we integrate the concierge and people actually start to interact with your product in the same way that they interact with just like a person on, on chat. And I think that's a huge needle mover. Dude, I'm sorry, but this show was fire today. It was fire. Like, come on. Me, like you don't really get two marketing dorks just going deep on AI the way we just did. I don't know. Like, I leave today's show being more optimistic than ever, actually. Like, I felt like if we did this show three to six months ago, it would have been us just making fun of AI. And now we're like, oh, wow. We would actually do most of these things. And like, we're pretty good at this. Imagine like a novice. You can go from novice to pretty good very quickly. Oh, this is And the... that is what is so powerful right. if you're listening or watching the show today. There's no excuse. You can go today do what we've outlined for you and your marketing will instantly better, not like in months, in like a week. Right. Well, you can sit on the sidelines, get run over. Yes. There's been many platform and technological shifts where people sit on the sidelines and get run over. My core takeaway is this just reinforces what we talked about at Inbound, where we talked about the three categories and the copy and paste marketer can become, or the lazy marketer or the marketer who's like a novice can become pretty good, pretty fast. Yeah. So it bolts up the middle. The second thing, my takeaway is, dude, I know that you feel this way as well. I just love when I can just do marketing. <laughs> marketing is so fun. And I don't have to do all of the other things. I could just like oh, do marketing. Gosh. Like I can just play with things, do marketing, have ideas, see them come to life. You like it when the M in CMO stands for marketing and not management. Yes. Same. My happy place is marketing. I spent three hours last night doing this and I was like, I'm in my happy place. <laughs> you were so happy. You were once happy to be being like, oh, the show's gonna go long. I've got great examples. Got so many examples. They're so funny. And I've got more, like, I've got more ideas. I was like, oh, John and I, I can do this, oh, this, this, yeah. this, this. Okay, we're gonna close out because we have the longest show we've done in a long time. But if this was a good show, we can do more. We are just scraping the surface. If we should make this a series or if we should do a few follow-ups, hit us up in the YouTube comments, please. We would love to hear your take on that. We will be back with you very soon on Marketing Insights.